This episode contains explicit language. This is Pivotal Tracks, a show about musicians and the song that kickstarted their love of music. Jessica Malegas, and I'm in Foxhole and Major Zero and GSB, formerly in Honey Creeper and Tree Branch Twin. Um, I picked the song Whatever Happened by The Strokes from their second album. The first song that I remember listening to and wanting to replicate the sound, yeah, it was just the first song that I can remember being like, oh, this is this is cool. Like, I'm gonna, this would be cool to have a sound that sounds like this if I ever was in a band. Maybe, maybe I should be in a band. <laughs> I was in art school, and it was actually on the Marie Antoinette soundtrack. Um, <laughs> Which I I grew up very I grew up in the church so I didn't really listen to a lot of secular music and a lot of the music that I that was secular music that I listened to wasn't really it wasn't great music I mean I listened to a lot of hip hop and pop music because it was on the radio and it was like my parents couldn't find it and it was the cool thing but then when I got to college I was like oh this is kind of a I liked how the movie Marie Antoinette looked and it was like a really beautiful movie so. And I was like, oh, this music's really good. And it's like, new music. So I listened to the soundtrack and I was like, oh, this song. I listened to it on repeat while I like did stuff. And I started playing music a little bit, playing music again a little bit after that. I played cello in middle school and I played guitar a little bit for church stuff, but nothing, nothing in college. And then... It just so happened that I met my friend Trevor, who was also in Foxholes when I was in college, and he was like, oh, The Strokes, and I was like, The Strokes, yeah, The Strokes, I love them too, and we kind of started, (laughs) we hit it off by talking about The Strokes and Julian Casablancas. A lot of The Strokes songs have a lot of very driving bass parts um, that are still really fun, and not just like, boom, 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 boom. And it kind of, like, it made me feel, it made me feel really good, like the song lifted my spirits kind of um i like the lyrics a lot too honestly i I focus a lot on lyrics i think for a really long time in songs that i would like in the beginning he says i want to be forgotten and i don't want to be reminded i really like that aspect i like a lot of julian's early lyricism but the bass part i play bass also so that's (laughs) cello is a lower instrument and i play bass now and it's always been kind of like my i like bassy stuff I started playing, I played violin first when I was in fourth grade, and then I moved on to cello in fifth grade and played cello all through middle school and then my freshman year of high school, but I didn't, I transferred from North High School to Johnston, Johnston didn't have an orchestra, so I didn't, couldn't play. I still had a cello and I would play for church and stuff, but I wasn't really involved as much in the music part. Um, I did church choir, I didn't, I wasn't involved in school, it was mostly through church that I kept kind of playing music my dad played congas and a lot of percussion in the church also so I kind of stayed connected a little bit with music through high school but I was mostly doing art at that point in my life as opposed to doing music 
I fell out of it and then I got back into it while I was in art school, which kind of is weird. <laughs> so when Trevor and I start talking about, we start talking about the shrugs and stuff and kind of hanging out and stuff. And he, at one point, like he would play guitar and I would play cello a little bit when I was, when I was in college and we were kind of like jam around, but nothing really serious. And then one day he was just like, Hey, do you think you could play bass? And I was like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I could pop. It's kind of the same as the cello. Like there's four strings and there's actually frets. So it might be easier. Like, okay. I can try. <laughs> and that's when I started playing bass. Again, that's like our, how our entire friendship started. <laughs> it's just because we would be like, Julian Casablancas, Julian Casablancas. Even now, like, he texted me the other day and he was like, oh, <laughs> I heard the shows are coming out with a new album. <laughs> we'll see what it is. Like, and I've drawn a lot bass wise from, like, especially in the beginning of me playing bass. And I know Trevor definitely was like, in the strokes when we met that's yeah so there we definitely draw a lot from from the stroke especially in that first album i think um we talked a lot about just we were both kind of obsessed with julian casablancas is really what it was project the voids um trevor actually bought me tickets to go for my birthday last year so i could go see him in chicago and i was like oh man julian casablanca is such a douche on stage (laughs) like he's the biggest douche and like it was a smaller venue than probably he's used to like it would not be a strokes venue by any means i don't even remember i think it was that bottleneck or something in chicago um it was a really great like kind of punk rock venue but he was just like the sound was bad like he, mm. he was like oh the sound's bad and like i can't deal with this like very pre-madonna and i was just like oh no this is terrible i don't want to see this side of you like i kind of figured you were kind of a douche but now i know you're a douche when you're on stage <laughs> um but i think that is actually kind of like his all, I, all of his early, like, the early videos you see him just, like, throwing mics around. And at the time, uh, when Trevor and I were, like, really talking about the strokes a lot and Julian, it was like, oh, he has, like, a I don't give a shit attitude. And we were both like, we don't give a shit. Like, we don't give a shit. We're going to do whatever. It doesn't matter what. Like, I'm a very I don't care what people think of me person. I'm not, I don't think I'm an asshole, but, (laughs) um, and I think at the time, like when Trevor had, was about to graduate from college and I was still dinking around and in college. (laughs) Um, but I think we were both just like, we don't give a shit. Like we were just kind of grip, not giving any cares. (laughs) And Julian like was the epitome of that in us. And he also played like wrote, a style of music that we connected with and we really liked a lot. So I think that's, it was mostly his persona probably that we were just really drawn to. And the music, it does come through in the music a lot. Like in, especially in, uh, 
come down machine, which I know like nobody, everybody that likes Destruct is like, oh, I hate that album. And I'm like, it's great. What are you talking about? It's so great. <laughs> I like all of the Strokes albums, all for different reasons. It just like, sometimes his lyrics are very meaningful. And then like the next, like one line will be very meaningful. And the next line is just like, nope, doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. For my Just V project, like I don't, I don't practice because I like to just like go off. It's really, for some reason I can just like riff off of whatever people, other people are playing. And I'm, it's just, I don't know, it, come, it comes kind of naturally. I think it's because my dad's very musical. And when other people were playing something, would be like, oh, that sounds really cool. And it'd be something that was very strokesy. And that would prob- that probably played a lot into, especially like the beginnings of Foxholes, because it was just like embedded in our heads already. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sound was embedded, so we kind of drew from that. The bass, the bass lines throughout all of the songs, I think I was really drawn to. Again, because I play cello, so I'm always drawn to like whatever bass line is happening. And throughout this whole album, I think there's a lot of really, really strong bass lines. But there's also a lot of really cool high end. Like in the end, has no end. There's like you know, like the guitar solos really drew me into because I was like, oh, it would draw me away from the bass. Um, and I think that's attracted me to it too because I was like always so so focused on bass lines and this bass line's great this bass line's great and a lot of times if it's not if the guitar lines aren't good enough I'm not gonna I don't give a shit about <laughs> I don't give a shit about guitar lines if the bass line is going and if it's not super good but like there's also a lot of electronic-y sounds that came out of it and I am not 100% sure what the hell instruments they use on all the songs but like you talk way too much. You talk way too much. Like, there, he had some kind of vocal thing going on. And I was like, it, this was even before I knew about guitar pedals and like voice changers and all this stuff. And I think a lot of the things that I really enjoy now are in this album. Like, how his voice is like, it's muted and it's, I don't know what mic he's using. I know it's not a normal mic. <laughs> I'm not like a geary person, surprisingly, because I have a really large, it's not large, it's like a mid-sized pedal board, but I'm not a gear person. So I'm like, I don't know, this does this cool sound and this is this cool sound. But a lot of the vocal sounds were really cool too. There's just a lot of cool sounds throughout this whole album that I had never experienced before because I was only listening to crappy pop music or church music, which is even worse or classical music, which is not terrible, but it's classical music. It's like orchestra music is not the same at all. So this it was the weird sounds. It was really the weird sounds. Like, just, it was the weird sounds. That's what really drew me to this album, I think. And now, Just Be is experimental, and like, I just make weird noises sometimes. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is the coolest thing ever. And I think it is drawn from this. And like, I love... You know, Nick Cave, freaking weird, weird, like violin noises and stuff. But I would have probably never even thought of finding Nick Cave or even like Juliana Barwick, who does a lot of vocal, cool vocal stuff. Like I would have never found any of that stuff had I not been drawn to the different sounds that are in this album. That a lot of people probably don't think about. They're like, oh, that's a guitar. Oh, that's this. But I'm like, how do they make that sound? Is that a guitar, though? Or is it something else? How does this vocally... Like, how how does vocal sound like that? Like, what filter... There's... I mean, there's filters, but what's what filter is that? 
So I'm always questioning. I was questioning a lot, like, has this sound get made? Has this sound get made? I listened to some old music, like older stuff, like 80s stuff. and But none of it, I was like, oh, that's all electronic. So I didn't think about it in terms of like, what instrument is that? I was like, that's a computer noise. That's computer noise. That's computer noise. Or in the pop music, I just, I didn't care enough about... I only cared about beats, really, when it comes to pop music. Or, like, I love hip-hop, but when I was, you know, in the 2000s, Jesus Christ, hip-hop was the worst that it's ever been. Except for, like, Ludacris or, you know, there's some other weird ones out there that I'm like, I love Ludacris, especially around Christmas. But, (laughs) but, um... But again, like a lot of those, there's not really, you know, there's beats. I like beats. So I was really stuck in beats a lot before I heard this album, I think. And again, drawn to the bass lines. But then I was like, oh, there's all of these other noises that are equally as good as the bass line for once. As opposed to just being like, this has a good beat. This was the first album that I really started thinking about, like, how how other sounds were made with the same instruments. Um, including your voice, because, you know, when you're listening to a lot of 2000s pop music (laughs) and church music, it's just straight vocals. It's not, I mean, obviously like auto-tune, that kind of thing. But again, that's just computer. Whereas with Julian's vocals on this album, it's like, clearly there's something else happening and it doesn't just sound like a fake, fakey computer sound. It's old, like it sounds old, but it's not old. And I, how do you get that sound? Re-listening to it again just makes me feel, I don't want to say young again, because it's not that, but it makes me feel like there's hope somehow. And I don't know if it's the guitar part that's just like in the beginning and then it just kind of like explodes into the whole song that does that. It probably is because that really that really gets me going that when people do that in songs. But it really just makes me feel like there's like like it's such a great song to like start your day with or go on a run with or if you're just like feeling like gosh I just need to get the fuck out of out of here <laughs> I when I was listening to it at work I was like man I I love my job actually a lot um but I was like man I really want to get out of this office right now and go do something else like be outside running and running around I think so the part in Marie Antoinette that this song is on <laughs> this is the only part of that movie I remember <laughs> but she's like Something happens and she like cheats on her husband or something and she's out all of a sudden she's just like I got it like she feels she starts being claustrophobic or something she they like come to her and she's running she's just like running with her little feet like really slowly but like it's like a freeing moment kind of for her I think as long as that's what I remember from it anyways and that's how I feel every time I hear the song it's just like ah I want to be running away from something or running to something. It really just makes me want to run. It's a good, it's a good feel song, even though the words are kind of depressing a little bit. Thanks, Julian. Jess is a member of Foxholes, 
You can find more about them at foxholesmusic.com. You can listen to Jess's experimental cello project at jessv.bandcamp.com. That's J-E-S-S-V-E-E.bandcamp.com. The intro and outro music is from the song Familiars by the band Stubborn Tiny Lights versus Clustering Darkness Forever, okay? You'll find all past episodes at anchor.fm forward slash pivotal tracks. There you will also find links to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher app so you can make sure you'll get the next episode right when it comes out. Where I'll be talking to... My name is Lily Detay. Pivotal Tracks is produced by me, Ben Cron. Thank you for listening. <laughs>